Welcome back to another episode of Rewilding for Women, where we explore topics, practices, conversations, different ways of accessing, opening to, awakening to the fullness of self. I'm your host, Sabrina Lynn, founder of Rewilding for Women. This episode is a lot of fun. It's full of a lot of life, I think. We explore a lot of different perspectives, I would say, and different ways of accessing deeper truths or higher truths around relationship, around holding on to true self, around staying in true self whilst being in relationship with other, that that whole concept of not losing myself despite being in relationship with another. So I loved this topic. I loved the group that gathered live. If you've never gathered live with us and you're up for it, it gets recorded via video live stream in our Facebook group. And our Facebook group is easy to find. You just look for Rewilding for Women in Facebook. You'll find it. Request to get in. We'll get you in. Look at events and you'll see when our next live broadcast will be. would love to have you there. It's such beautiful... It's just beautiful energetics, and the women will say that it's a different kind of energy to be there live than um, than listening on a podcast. And I think also video, there's a different flavor um, to watching video. If you can't make it to lives, the videos stay in our Facebook group for about a week. So if you are more into video and want to feel maybe a little bit more of the energy that comes through, um, feel free to check it out within the Facebook group. Also, what else do I need to say to you? We've got new events posted, so really happy about Australia, getting that visa, being able to go back and work in Australia, to do another mystery school in Australia, to do some men and women's work in Australia, and some other live events in Australia. Just That's the home of rewilding and just feels so good um, to be going home and doing what we do in Australia. Then we've also got an England workshop coming up too in June, end of June. We've got that locked in. We just haven't put the event up yet, but it's coming. So for all of our European sisters, we're going to be in England definitely for that weekend. Possibly, possibly a four-day retreat is what we're sort of thinking, but I can't promise anything on that yet. Um, If you're not a subscriber, this is where you can find all of the rewilding news, all of the things we're doing. You get the astrology report for the month that just went out today um comes out every new moon and invites to the lives with just other little tidbits like little things that i feel might be useful or helpful on the awakening path and and just yeah just a little bit of love a little bit of extra love for our subscribers so if you're not a subscriber you can easily do that rewildingforwomen.com you can subscribe there also all of our events are there so that's kind of the place to go our facebook group link is there as well on our website so if you just go there you can find everything all of the resources all all of everything (laughs) all right I'm done talking enjoy this episode so now let's take a moment to step into circle let's take a moment to make this about you make this about me make it about us as in our space, your space, my space, the woman sitting next to you, her space. So just breathing, we can do that so simply by holding that intention, by doing some really big, deep belly breaths. Those of you who've worked with me before, you know that I we work a lot with this sacred channel 
with that inner vortex, that column of light that sits in the center of your being goes from your crown all the way to your base. So for those of you who know practices around that, and even if you don't, doesn't matter. Just imagine this vortex, this column of light and breathe it. So just breathe it. That's it. So it's just breathing that column of light open, breathing that vortex of light open. Now here's a fun rewilding practice. As you're breathing that central channel open, imagining that you're sitting in circle with all of these beautiful women from all over the world where we've just heard different places that women are from. Imagine we're sitting in circle so you can transcend this video, this screen, and it's very easy to do that. It just takes intention. So now really bring all of your focus, all of your energy, all of your intention here and now. Either that or leaving, right? Like. And, and I'm not saying that to be a jerk or to say, get out of here, but really like, if we're gonna be here, let's be here. Let's really be here. Let's feel, let's open up our whole systems to this. Let's open up our bodies to this. Let's allow insights to arise. Let's allow ourselves to traverse into the depths and the heights without, not without. Um, in order to do that, we've gotta let go of some of those distractions. So switching off distractions, breathing that central channel, and now imagining we're sitting in circle together with all of these beautiful, beautiful women who've gathered here with us. Whether you're watching this later, listening to this later, it does not matter. And you're imagining there's a central column of light that runs right through the center of our circle. So just breathing that column of light, that's our Shakti, right? That's the juice of our circle. That's the juice of this moment. That's the divinity that's pouring through our circle at this moment. So breathing that open, breathing your own central channel open, breathing the central channel of our current circle right here, right now that's gathered. So just breathing those open and then in whatever way feels right, stepping in a step closer. So you can just do that in your mind. You can physically do it. You can do it visualizing it. You can do it with your breath. You can do it with your body. Just stepping in a bit closer so you're a little bit closer so that we're in this sacred space a little bit deeper. And then we always have this, we don't always do this, but we sometimes do this practice of I see you. Um, Becca, I love your comment. Damn, feeling that energy big time today. Hell yes, sister. I'm feeling it massively too. I want to go into this topic with a lot of juice, a lot of Shakti, a lot of sacredness, um, and just allow for the magic to unfold, allow for the mysteries to unfold, allow for the wisdom to bubble up within, allow for insights to come, allow for awakenings to come, allow for releases to come for you. That's, that's what we're doing. Um, so the practice that I'm going to invite us to do next before we dive straight into the topic is, it is it's an I see you practice. So as you're kind of feeling, Becky's got it. You just nailed it, Becky. Um, she said it before I even got to it. Uh, and it's just this, this the the Shakti in me sees the Shakti in you. The fullness in me sees the fullness in you. The all of me honors the all of you. And kind of do that just with a really simple thing of I see you. I see you. It's not just an I see you. It's an I see you. Um, and you can do it by hitting 
uh, hearts. You can do it by leaving a comment. You can do it by whatever feels right for you, even if it's just intentionally holding that, um, or if you're listening later, just feeling into that that space of, I see you. Um, Nina, I love your comment. Chills to be with all of you women. Um, I love Magdalena. I see you, sister. So much love from Sandra. I see you all. Leaning in. Hell yeah, woman. Um, Let's do this. All right. So you who are live, or even if you're watching this later and you feel to leave comments on the live, do so. If you feel to interact and chat, sometimes really amazing conversation and connections can happen. Um, So I'm loving all the hearts too. Yes. Uh, This is our circle. This is what we do. Uh, So you all are so, so, so welcome to leave comments and to interact and to chat and to share if there's something that our circle can witness for you, something that's arisen, or sometimes you'll have um, like inspiration or you'll have something beautiful to add your own wisdom or something to add on to what I'm sharing. This is a co-created space. So please, 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 if something arises and you feel to share it, you are so welcome to share it. I'm going to stay kind of in the space of uh, energetically allowing whatever to flow through, flow through as I sort of explore and open this topic for us and hopefully open some doors and give some insights and maybe new ways of looking at things and maybe some practices. Um, so I need to stay a little bit focused, but you all are so welcome to leave comments and do do your thing over there. And then when we get to Q&A, I will let you know and we'll shift over to that. Um, okay. So feeling into this topic of self versus other, right? Of boundaries, of how on earth do I come into union and connect on deep, intimate levels with somebody whilst maintaining my authenticity, my truest, deepest truth about myself, right? My, my, my essence. Um, and I love, I love this topic for like on one level, I just want to like blow it up and say the whole thing's bullshit. I know, I know that that sucks to hear. I said, we're going to start off really high and then we're going to come down. So here's, here's the the bullshit that I, I just need to get this out of my system because it hurts to not talk about it on that high level, right? This is high spiritual level, high truth, truth that most of us can't live in day to day, truth that a lot of us have never even experienced. We've maybe read about it in books. We've heard about it from spiritual teachers, but it's not a truth that we live from on a day to day level. It's not a level of consciousness that we maintain all of the time. And that truth, you probably guessed it already, is we are all so incredibly interconnected that it's really impossible to lose myself. And I am that person. So I I know that sucks to hear like, great, Sabrina, this topic is shit. If you're going to give me some spiritual theory, it's not even theory, um, you're going to give me some really high esoteric spiritual shit and not actually talk about how to live this in a day-to-day human way. I'm coming down to that. We're going to work our way down to that. I promise. So just bear with it if you're like, oh my God, not another person saying we are all one. 
Um, but we have to get that out of the way and we have to start from that place and, and honor, honor the truth of that, honor the heights of that, honor living from that level of consciousness, living from those heights, that very, very high, wise place. Um, and we're moving toward that. Um, collectively, right? We're, we're all, and I, and you're here because you're on an awakening path. You wouldn't be listening to rewilding or hanging out in circle, a sacred circle with a bunch of women if you weren't on some sort of an awakening evolution growth filled path. So we're all working towards that. And once, once you get up there, there is no issues with losing self. Uh, because it's a whole different realm to be in, right? Uh, self we can define as ego. Um, from that term, ego is such a tricky freaking word to use too. I, I'm hating that word, um, but I don't have another word for it, right? So ego in this way of just saying self as separate to the allness self as separate to other right so that's that's that ego place and you know as we're on this path of growing and evolution and um waking up that starts to dissolve so the self thing that we have like this is me and that's you starts to change so that whole way of thinking about things feeling about things experiencing things so let's go beyond the mind and beyond emotion the whole way of experiencing reality starts to change and you start to see that the, I, I don't want to go into it too much or stay here too much but it shifts and this no longer is a concern when we're at that level now, honoring that level, honoring those heights, honoring those spiritual truths, let's start to take it down a notch. So now let's bring it into levels that might not feel so esoteric or so out there or so spiritual or so expanded. Um, those are expanded states of consciousness living from those places. Uh, so now when we start to bring it down, I'm just trying to feel into like the next level that we're going to come down and, and talk from. Um, it's wild uh, to, to feel where we're coming. And I don't even know. Uh, give me a second. So. Um, shit. Here's what we're going to talk about. And I didn't know we were going to talk about this. Um, wow, this is wild. Okay, uh, I guess we're talking about this as our next level or next way of exploring this and maybe just another way of seeing things or feeling things. So just bear with me through this. I've not, I don't think I've verbalized this yet. It's, I've not verbalized this yet. Uh, so when... Uh, we've come in for certain experiences. Um, I've come in with a certain things that I'm really drawn to experience and express in this life. Uh, that's the way the divine wants to express through me, 
right? So we can talk about that as our soul purpose, our soul's expression. So it's really like how that energy, because the divine runs through everybody and everything, right? Like it runs through a pine tree and expresses itself out of that pine tree as pine tree. It's just pine tree. Like it can't be anything other than pine tree. It's expressing divinity as pine tree. So me as Sabrina, when when I start to express the divinity as as Sabrina ness in my in my humanness, but in my flavor of humanness, there are things that I want to experience in this life. There's things that I want to express in this life. There's things that I want to. There's things that um, I, I want to experience in order to grow through. There's certain situations, certain scenarios, certain relationships that are going to be catalysts for me to evolve, for me to wake up, for me to. Uh, find that place of, and we don't even have to talk about it spiritual levels, but for me to feel fulfilled, we can talk about it on, on those levels of feeling full, feeling fulfilled. It's like my heart's desire. I feel like I'm in flow. I feel like I'm in alignment. Um, so, so I've come in with this, these ways that I want to, I don't even know why we're going into all of this, but I'm, I'm guessing it's going to come around at the end. I'm, I'm holding on, I'm holding on for dear life that we're going to make it back full circle to the freaking topic that we're talking about. I don't know why we're going here, but I'm just going to trust. So I've come in and I want to experience certain things in this life. And oftentimes, or sometimes, they require other human beings to be a part of what I'm wanting to experience. Fair enough, right? So let's say you're wanting to experience having children in this life. You need another person to allow you to have a child, right? So you, you've got to draw that in. Even if you're drawing in the essence of them from a sperm, a sperm donor, you're still requiring another human to help you to uncover and experience that which you're craving to experience, that which your soul is longing to experience in this life, how the divinity wants to express through you, right? What you want to experience. You can call these dharmas. So this is, we can talk about it as, as dharmas too, like just things in this life um, <laughs> that you're wanting to set up. So we are doing this all day long, all of the time. All of the time, we can't help it. This is, it's, we're wired for this. So I'm like walking around like a little radar or uh, with like a little antenna that's got like waves coming out of it going like, I need a tantric lover. I need a tantric lover. I need a tantric, I'm just giving you an example, right? And so I am on an energetic level. I am just radiating out. I'm ready for a tantric lover. I'm ready for this experience of sacred sexuality. Where is the reciprocal energy that's going to meet me in this place so I can experience this thing? Is this making sense? I hope it's making sense. So we're doing this, right? I'm out magnetizing, attracting in that which will help me to fulfill my soul's journey, my soul's purposes, my, the experiences that I'm here to do, right? So for instance, here's a great example. Part of the experience that I came in to experience and part of what allows me to grow and allows me 
to express the divinity that I came to express and what fills me is being here in the circle with you. This is, this is such a real tangible example is being here with you. So you had to say yes in order for me to express this. If, if no one said yes, I wouldn't be able to express what I express. So you hear me all of the time saying, this is a co-creation. I'm so glad you're here. Thank you so much. And I'm thanking you also for allowing me to express and, and allowing me to experience that which I signed up for, right? It fills me to do this. Yes, this is my work. This is my job. I bust my ass. I give everything I have to do this. But it's what fills me. It's what fills my soul is this. And you have to say yes to it in order to fill my soul um, and vice versa. So that's just like one super simple example because we're sitting here in, in circle together. Um, and it's obviously very tangible to talk about that. So we are constantly doing this. We are constantly like, all right, what situations can I pull in? What people can I pull in? What scenarios can I pull in? What sort of career can I pull in? What, what can I pull in to allow me to grow, to allow me to experience, to allow me to express the divine through me in the way that I'm wanting to express it through me? Um, now, here's the other thing. I think I see how this is going to come full circle. I think I see how we're going to be able to tie this, tie this together. I think... Everyone else in the world is doing the same thing. We sometimes forget that, that everyone else has the same thing going on. So they're also looking for where, who, what, scenario, uh, job, experience, how, where, where, right? And so they're walking through the world doing the same thing of I need humans <laughs> to express certain aspects of this. And so, so we're kind of doing both all of the time. We're both magnetizing people in and we're also being magnetized in. So here's a question for you. How many times have you gone through a situation and you've gone, wow, of course we learned from it. Like, of course there's learning in it for us. And of course it's always all perfect. So we said yes for a reason. But how many times have you gone through a situation and gone like, wow, I just played that part for that person. Like I, I was that role for that person. Uh, and, and you can, if you know the role that you played, just you can leave a comment of the role that you played. Like I was engaged to a man. And I watched, I watched this all happen and it was wild. Um, and, and, and partially because I just, I'm in love with archetypes and I'm, I'm in love with expressing all of them and being all of them. And that's part of me being in my fullness is, is the, the full spectrum of them. And I was with this man and he had this storyline in his head of, 
And it's like these myths that, that we're so attached to or these stories that we, we just, we need to live them. We need to play them out. We, we have to, like, we can't not play these things out. Like we came here to play that myth out. And some of you will relate to this who've done archetypal work. So you, some of you will do like Lilith and you're like, holy shit. Yeah, I signed up for that. Like I signed up to live Lilith myth in my life, right? A lot of you, I think, can relate to that. So um, rescuer, I love this. I love that you're all sharing. Um, role of catalyst to show up emotional. Or yes, hell yeah, Becca, like you nailed it. And so um, in, in this relationship that I was in, it was very much like the, that rescuer word is probably a good way. Um, and that's not really necessarily my thing. It's not my jam by any means, but it was like his story of there's a woman who's going to come along and she's going to save me. She's going to save me from myself. She's going to save me from reckless drinking, from staying out like he was in a band. And it was like, she's going to save me from, from this. She's going to make me a better man. Like his, um, I don't know if I should talk this deeply about this person. I'm not going to mention his name or anything like that. Uh, I'm, but, uh, like even his, uh, Waylon Jennings was his like idol, like Waylon Jennings life, how it was really messy at the start. And then he met this woman at the end of his life and then turned his whole life around. So it was this, it was this myth. And, and I said yes to it on some level. So on some, and, and starting to act this thing out because that's energetically what he needed to experience and express in this life. It killed me. So now we're starting to come back down to the human level. It killed me. It was not a fit for me. It was not something that was soul aligned for me. It was something I had said yes to out of like those human, working through those human low-level attachments of love and safety and security and blah, 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 all of that stuff. And so in this thing, I'm watching myself as this archetypal energy that I, my soul is not screaming to express. It's there, nowhere in me was it going, I need this, this experience is so good. Of course I grew, of course it was perfect, right? So I'm also, we've got to hold that caveat as well. So of course it was that. Here's my take on it. And this is just my take. You feel into your own truth and you feel what's true for you. Always take everything everybody says to your inner fire. If it resonates, awesome. If it doesn't, throw it out. Maybe it'll resonate someday down the track. But um, my theory, not my theory, my thoughts on this are, we sometimes get sidetracked or we take the long road. So we're always, we're always on path. We're all, we're all, all you can't not be on path. You, you can't not be on path. The whole of the world, the whole of the universe, the whole of the divine does things to knock you back on the straight line. It's just that sometimes we take these really curvy, like, really curvy, like, yeah, I'm going to just take my sweet time. I'm going to play out this guy's myth for a little while because I've got some like weird shit going on around safety and security. And so I'm going to compromise my 
deepest truths, my deepest expression of self, what I'm craving to experience, how I'm craving to experience things. I'm going to compromise that because you know what, base chakra wise, I'm feeling pretty safe. I'm feeling pretty secure. And I've got all sorts of hangups and weird shit around relationships and fairy tale fantasy, Cinderella bullshit. That's, that was my personal story. So I'm not, I'm not like making fun of anybody. I'm making, I'm pointing the fingers at myself around that. Uh, so always on path. It's just that like for that instance of my life was a a very windy, long, curvy road where I could have just gone, nah, not like right off the bat on the first date. I knew, I knew on the first date, nah. I ended up spending like a year and a half of whatever. And that's part of growth too. So also honoring that, right? Not beating the shit out of ourselves for going, oh my God, I spent, I wasted. It's never wasted. We also learn in all of that, knowing thyself. And that's this whole path. So that's this whole thing. You can't you can't stay true to thyself in relationship, which is what this topic is, right? How do I stay true to myself in relationship and amongst others and in family dynamics and all that stuff? You cannot stay true to self if you don't know who the fuck self is. That's another one of those shitty truth bombs that sucks to hear because the majority of us don't know who the hell we are because that's what we're doing in this life. Know thyself. Every spiritual master will tell you that's the path. That's the soul's path. That's the high path. That's the divine path. That's the awakening path. That's the consciousness path. It is know thyself. And so even those detours where you're so out of alignment and you've got the feelings of I lost myself. I can't tell you how many women... um, will come and will share in circle. I've, I've lost myself somewhere along the lines. I lost myself. I, I got married. I've had children and I've lost, I've lost myself. Um, and I know that, well, I think probably every single one of us at some point in our lives can say, I've, I felt like I lost myself or I'm currently feeling like I lost myself. And for me, and for this, sorry, it's kombucha makes you burp. And I just burped on the live and I'm really sorry for that. Um, this, I have no clue what the heck I was talking about. Uh, I lost myself. So I love that your comments are there because you all just brought me right back into where we were at. Um, even on those, in those periods of losing self, sometimes a part of it is to feel so much pain around losing self that we get kicked and pushed so hard back onto that straight line, back onto the, the, the straight line of the soul, back into alignment with highest purpose, highest expression, into alignment with that. How does the divine most authentically want to express through me, 
right? That's, that's really this whole thing. That's, that, that's the best practice that I can, and I can give you like a thousand practices and that's what we do in rewilding is essentially a billion different practices so that you can stay in that place. Stay in that place of soul aligned, divinely aligned. How does the divine want to express through me in this moment? And then the next moment, how does the divine want to express through me in this moment, right? And so it's the clearing of all the channels, the opening up of all of the energy within, clearing out the blocks, clearing out the rubble. So we are this like clear vessel and we don't get hung up. So we then don't get hung up on, back to my example, we, I, we don't get hung up on safety and security. Like I'm gonna, I'm gonna step off of my path my soul's highest path, the way the divine really wants to express through me. And I'm going to step over here because I've got this rubble in my base chakra around safety and security. Or I've got these family patternings that I've absorbed that make marriage very important to me. Um, despite the fact that it's not at all in alignment with my highest self, with my highest choices, with my soul's path. Um, and that's what, that's what the big work is. That's what this work, that's what the de-rubbling is. That's what the opening up of the lines is. That's why we do these big shamanic practices. That's why we do this archetypal practices. That's why we clear the lines, clear the rubble, clear the old patterning, let go of social conditioning. We've absorbed so much stuff. The other thing I want to share with you is, I'm bringing it back down to human level. When you start doing this, this deep work, when you start clearing those old patterns, when you start, it's like strengthening of the soul. I call it soul stamina. It's like strengthening of the soul. When you start doing that, everything comes into this alignment in a different way. It's different, it's clearer, it's straighter. Uh, you don't get blown over, right? So instead of being um, like a tiny little, a tiny little tree, with a really skinny trunk and the wind blows and you're just like, Wah! you're blowing in the wind, you're like bent over sideways because mom walks in the room, right? So your, your family walks in the room, you suddenly lose all of self. You lose all and you're just blown over in the wind. What starts to happen is their energy doesn't change. Their energy doesn't change. Your trunk gets bigger, your roots get deeper, and your trunk widens. So now mom walks in the room. So now, so now mom walks in the room and you can be you. You can be you. You can stay in that alignment. You're not the tree that's blown over sideways, whipping in the wind as mom's like, doing whatever mom's doing. She'll still do that. Um, not to say that she won't change, by the way, a lot of this stuff just ripples out and changes family dynamics, changes dynamics in our relationships, changes other um, without them necessarily even being conscious of it or having to do things. But that's what starts to happen for us. So in, in let's say, in intimate relationship, we start to get to a place of, this is interesting, we're gonna to go to another level, of, so here's, uh, maybe I'll just talk about it like this. I, um, I can be most things, I'm not gonna say I can be all things, um, but having 
opened up to so much, having embodied so many different archetypal energies, both masculine, both feminine, all the six faces and all the different archetypal energies in all of the six faces. And can, there's more, like there's always more, but I can be so many different things. Um, the, all of those lines are open. And so I can be that for somebody. And the beautiful thing is when you do this work, for longer periods of time, you are so crystal clear on when it's right to be that for somebody and when it's not right to be that for somebody. When it's hurting your soul to be that for somebody. Because I don't care if like my man walks in the door and I suddenly fall into Venus and I am just Venusian love, sensual, sexual, gloriousness all over him, right? And I'm doing that because I'm polarizing his energy, right? He's in Mars and he's in like straight up masculine energy and I, I can just flip into being Venus and all of this, but there's a deep wisdom in me that knows if that's healthy or not, if I'm still in alignment or not, if it's hurting me or not. So this whole notion of how do I stay true to myself while being in relationship, it's not even a question anymore because you can feel it and you know it and you know it instantly, right? Like let's say he walks in as Mars, I'm in the middle of doing this with you right? I'm in the middle of circle with you. He walks in his Mars. He's energetically asking me to be Venus for him, right? So he's energetically, he's asking me to polarize into Venus, but it's a very obvious, very clear thing that I won't do that. There is nothing in my system that will flip unless it's right for our circle, unless it's in the highest good for us here, for me to flip into Venus, for you to see my man in Mars and to see how that looks. If that is in the highest good of you, the highest good of me, the highest good of him, then that will happen. But if it's not, it's not possible. I, I can't get blown over. I can't get knocked out because I'm so in alignment with highest good, highest purpose, how the divine wants to express through me in this moment, right? That, that to me is the best thing that I can share with you. That to me is this path. That to me, that's why I was um, chatting with my housemate who's, um, she's a relationship psychotherapist, has been for 35 years. She leads beautiful meditation groups and retreats and all sorts of things. And we were chatting about this topic. She's a very wise woman. And, and so this morning we were just like giggling about how there's no end to this. This is the work. This is humanness. This is like, we get to do this. We get to explore this as humans. We, we get to experience this. And it's the cauldron of transformation. It's the cauldron of growth. It's the cauldron of evolution. It's, it's our, it's our personal cauldrons. Like it's how we experience and express and grow and all of those things and find love and and make our way through codependent relationships and all of those things. Like, this is it. And I can, you know, so to, it's so freeing. Uh, it's so liberating to just let go of this 
there's got to be an end game to this. Like, I've got to master. I've got to master this. I think when we master it, we're, we're fully awake. We're fully enlightened. We're fully awake is when we master it. Um, because then we, we've transcended the whole thing about it. And we're at that really high height that I was... Um, to Emily Little, I love you, sister. Get in the cauldron. <laughs> Uh, I, I could not have said it better myself. Get in the cauldron. Um, all right. Farhad, I've loved being in circle with you all. I love doing these every week. I love what you all bring. I love the co-creation of it. I love the energetics. I love uh, the bringing in of the Shakti into the center of our circle. So grateful. Uh, would love to open up for any questions. If anybody's got questions, we've got about 10-ish minutes left together. So if you do have a question, if you just write three question marks at the start and then leave a question, um, that's the best way for me to find questions. So while we're waiting, um, the astrology newsletter went out today. So hopefully you guys have gotten that in your inboxes. Every new moon, we send out the astrology and kind of tips for working with the astrology, what archetypes are loud, what, uh, uh, what archetypes are loud, what, and, and really, I think just gives some space, this is my aim anyways, every time I create it, is to give some space for the insights to arise, or, or also to give some space for, oh, yeah, that's why this is happening in my life, and heck yeah, I'm going to go into that, or wow, it is a good time to reflect on family relationships, it is a really good time to reflect and to be quiet, oh, I shouldn't be in push mode, there's a reason why I'm still not necessarily taking action on something, or, or whatever those are, that's my aim, um, and if you haven't subscribed, rewildingforwomen.com, and you can subscribe there, and you'll get those, also we announced Mystery School in Australia, it's officially open, Circle is forming, uh, I don't have a lot of words to say around that, uh, other than deep reverence. Uh, it brings me into a space of, of really uh, quiet, really deep, really intense um, reverence for the women who are in mystery, who are making their way to mystery in Australia. Uh, that was announced in the newsletter. Also some events in Australia and events in, in England, which which we have locked in. We just don't have an event page up yet. So all of that's either on the website or in the newsletter. Okay, I think there are questions now. Yes. All right, I think I saw... Um, uh, Becca. <laughs> uh, this is a good one. I okay. What do you do when someone you love is energetically calling you in to be Kali, let's say? So Kali, the archetype of Kali, she's dark goddess, she's fierce, she's ferocious, for those of you who might not know. Um, they're calling you in to do that, but on the human level, they are running away from it. Um, Becca, that's like advanced facilitator training, um, especially around an archetype like Kali. Uh, so when you say calling you in to be Kali, that takes me to the a much higher level of, of having to communicate about her because that's a very tricky place. Uh, that's a very therapeutic place. It's a very deep place. That's a very transformative place. That's, uh, um, and I, I hear you sister, like we work together. I know your energy and I totally can feel, uh, how a person 
I just know your energetics around that. So let me just feel into you specifically. Um, this is the constant turning it over, Becca. Constantly turning it over. Constantly trusting you cannot push at all, especially when it comes to these kind of archetypes. You cannot be in ego, push humanness. You've got to totally allow that container to be clear so you become that clear vessel of that divine energy flowing through you and it is all about that person's highest good you can have nothing to do with it you, you can't have thought associated with it you can't have ego associated with it. like I really want to help you that's ego any of that stuff has to be totally gone totally clear totally aligned and you ignore not ignore you you track them so deeply so intensely that you know what their soul is saying to you so what you're doing is you're actually watching their soul you're watching shakti in their system their shakti will talk to your shakti don't let their mind talk to you because their mind's fucked it's ego it's a bunch of shit it's defenses it's protective mechanisms what you're doing is this is why it's advanced training right but i'm telling you because you're ready to hear this stuff is let their soul and that's that's just training that's training that's when that gift opens that gift opens their shakti talks to your shakti it goes far beyond mental realm far beyond ego realm because you can't you cannot play with that kind of fire and have any ego involved it's dangerous it's hurtful it's not good um and sister you're doing the work to get to that place right it's deep purification required to wield her sword um of course, you had to say Kali, which automatically brings me to a whole nother level of explaining this. Beautiful question, though. Um, more Kali. What's up with you guys? Emily, seriously. Um, what is an aligned Kali, for example? I love that the examples we're choosing are Kali. Oh, my God. I love you women so much. Um, what does an aligned Kali, for example, look like when she's coming down with that clean sword in relationship? It's that. Um, so I think I just answered that question, Emily. There is no little girl. So this is probably specific to you. There's no little girl left in it. There's no woundedness left in it. There's no hurt left in it. There can be no hurt. Hurt is ego. Fear is ego. Woundedness is ego. That, that is the rubble that we're working on getting out, right? So until that, that's gone, that sword will not be clear. It will not be a clean Kali sword um, because there's still, uh, it's still tainted uh, with wounding, with little girl, with immaturity of little girl, right? But, and it's all just a growth process. So please don't take any of this person, like don't be offended by any of this. Um, it's just... Uh, when she comes down, she comes down with such divine love, right? It is such love. Like, it knocks you off your feet. It's such love. So she comes down, and it's love. And it could you could be ferocious and fierce, but behind that ferocity and that it's love and it's 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 love for that person's soul their love their highest good um that's that's what it is um what time are we at i feel like something strange has happened with the live um uh 
so I might just end it here. Yeah, I might just end it here. Maybe what I'll do, some of these questions are so awesome. Um, oh, I lost the broadcast. So I think everybody has lost the broadcast. Okay, crazy. So I'm gonna end it. Um, I think what I might do is possibly turn a live on randomly to just answer some of these questions because I love these questions. So maybe that's what I'll do at some point. Possibly, I don't know, we've got a retreat coming up. Uh, we'll just kind of see what happens, but that's sort of my aim. All right, I'm gonna end it here. I love you all so much and I'm so grateful for this space that we get to, get to create together. Um, yeah, that's it. I'll see you next week. No, we're taking next week off. So we're taking next week off because of retreat. And then I will see you the following week. All right. I love you. I love you. I love you. Bye.